0: You good? We're talking? We're talking about stuff? <laughs> well, we can't guarantee that, but words are coming out of our mouth.
1: And that understand. is the first step to recording a podcast. So
0: the ability to talk. Crucial.
1: Yeah, it's pretty clutch. I mean, some people some people discount it as part of the repertoire, but yeah. I'm going to say it's essential.
0: I don't know. The, the faculty of speech. I've always been quite fond of it. So anyway, but someone may have linked this off the forum, or I may have discovered it through more nefarious means. But um, there's a website that, like, makes these fake German – or not German, Russian lolcats. Like, it's lolcats, but there's Cyrillic script. Yeah, somebody did post that that on the forum. Yeah, that was so funny. (laughs) The one where, like, the cat is like – Reaching through a barbed wire fence, and he's like, oh, my feudal dreams of the West. <laughs> I, yeah. was, I was entranced by your capitalist glory, but now I realize that I am doomed to spend my days. Uh, on the topic of that, on the topic of things you would not expect to find on The Internet, Joel, I feel that as a person, you have a right to know this. You and Jerry are featured prominently... On a quasi-pornographic underage Japanese schoolgirl site. That's impossible. Oh, no, Joe. I assure you, it is not.
1: All right, tell me the link right now, internet. Um, Time for
0: some candid radio. Do I have it saved? Oh, How could no, you not save something like that? I think that. it's on my laptop. Um, <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing to me? It's the okay. FBI is probably you, coming on me right I'll now. I'll just hop across the room. Jesus. All right, my back hurts so much that this is going to be really hard, but Why I'm going to do it. back hurt? For you. Because it ju- it does sometimes, lifting heavy stuff.
1: Wear a back brace. Look with your legs. Do all the stereotypical things that you're supposed to do to avoid having back injuries. All
0: right, don't open it yet. That,
1: that, that All right. that. I'm crossing the room. Wait, let me... Uh,
0: <laughs> all right, okay, open it now. <laughs> okay, with let your... me
1: just read the link to people. Apparently this is jailbaitgallery.com, which is, you know, to say that I shouldn't be opening this on my computer.
0: It's okay, it's not actually pornographic. Though I have not wandered oh, across the rest of that uh, that site. I do not is know most what else. It most
1: definitely that. At least the advertisements are okay. So, oh, we're in the background. <laughs>
0: do you recognize those men?
1: I do recognize that man. God, look at those sexy legs.
0: Do you remember the uh, the circumstances in which a picture similar to that was taken? Scabs took this. Yeah, it was that. Not that picture. That picture was taken by an individual unknown to us. Oh, so this, but, is, this
1: is us reviewing the picture of me and Jerry shaking our heads while Scabs takes a picture of the girl. Yeah, this
0: is, well, the, Scabs had taken the picture of those two girls immediately prior to that. And you're standing in the background looking pretty nonplussed about it. <laughs> and so I'll give you one guess who of Sean, or damn it, I just spoiled it. You, it was okay. Sean! <laughs> I was going to say, who of Scabs's friends found that website with that picture, but I just ruined it. Um, <laughs> anyway, yes, it was Sean found it. So whatever nefarious deeds he is up to. Um, but Now you – it's like pee in a swimming pool, Joel. That's never going away. You're lucky you're not facing the camera. You can still create yeah, thank reasonable
1: doubt. Oh, oh, my gosh. That's like the worst thing I've ever been involved in ever, mostly because it made it on that website.
0: Yeah. That's pretty horrific. Really? I, I apologize for you your...
1: Yeah, we need to put that on my Facebook page. You've been tagged in a photo. It's like <laughs> those two girls and me in the back. <laughs> put
0: no. the little thing where you, you highlight the back of your head and it says Joel White. Yeah. A.K.A. Pervy McPervinstein.
1: Yeah. Look at me ogle these women with my It's like, man, I'm so eyes. thinking about
0: touching their butts. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, though, um... They're they're Asian. They could be literally any age.
1: I know they're probably like four hundred. They, they could be so three
0: well. to forty-five, and we would never know. <laughs> well,
1: that's all right. I mean, hey, more power to them. Me, I look like I'm like fifty, and I'm twenty-six. No,
0: I look sizably younger than I am, and I appreciate that because in ten years, everybody else is gonna feel like a sucker, and I'm gonna look like I'm twenty-five.
1: In ten years, I'm gonna be looking like a corpse. <laughs> they're going to be willing but to that's because of
0: journey. your your unstoppable heroin addiction it's so,
1: true me and keith richards uh, we're going to keep it going strong
0: it's more it's more the the drugs the intravenous drugs like yeah. i mean so not so much looking like a corpse as being one
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh Which yes I, I don't
0: know <laughs> what we'll six of one half a dozen of the other
1: what do they call that process corpsification
0: sure maybe ne- ne- or, is it, go <laughs> just, or dying, is it just dying
1: i'm going to go with corpseification anytime i talk about somebody or is it just
0: they're going to be
1: corpsifying. and uh death anyway, is corpsification.
0: we're su- we're super deep into this podcast so maybe we should clap so i at least have oh. some reference point yeah. cuz i actually remember probably it. cool uh. and yeah i'm already going double time so uh Oh no! You're all like blah 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 Street Fighter Four, and I'm all like, ah, retro game talent is pretty good. Let's talk about Twenty yeah. Four, or rather, <laughs> God. After these two episodes of Twenty Four, I almost don't want to talk about Twenty Four anymore. It was they were just
1: painful to they watch. They were just
0: so bad. Like they've stopped being so bad; they're funny, and these were just really, really bad. All right.
1: So the the White House staffed by complete idiots. Yeah. The president should just carry a pistol around to shoot herself in the case mm-hmm. that the White House is ever attacked so that she cannot be used as a bargaining chip against the rest of the United States.
0: Yeah, because about 12 guys from uh Africa really had no problem breaking into the White House. Even I mean conveniently located above like an abandoned mine shaft. Yeah, they didn't really seem to be
1: swimming that far offshore and I got to believe if there's an enormous uh, I, don't even know, I don't even know what you call that, what they did. They drill up into some, like they start drilling into rock, and this rock magically punches through directly into a chamber that is adjacent to one of the White House's basement walls. Yeah.
0: In fact, they say we should only be 100 meters from the target, which maybe the target was the drilling location. I was under the impression that the target was the White House. And from what I know, there is no body of water such as that. Well I mean the Potomac uh, might be close to the White House.
1: They they were definitely in the Potomac. I mm-hmm. mean that's goes without saying. It it would just have to be that. But what's even more absurd is that like they wouldn't have cameras in any of these rooms.
0: Well, not only that, I mean you assume that there's probably a camera pretty much anywhere in the White House. At least in the hallways. Well yeah. Where they are knifing and shooting people.
1: It's like we only have nine minutes before the like the roll call. I'm like roll call. You're on candid camera, Dubaku, or not Dubaku now? What's his name? Juma. Juma. The Candy yeah. Man. The Candy Man can. Who can kill mm-hmm. the president? The Candy. Well, no, yeah. It's like where. What happened? to All the rainbows and puppies, Candy Man. You seem to be pretty uh, pretty it bent also, on overthrowing a regime there.
0: Just the whole concept of this makes no sense to me. Like. With the whole this is a suicide mission, and that they're coming out here to make a statement like I don't think that's what mi- military dictatorships are really about no I don't think they're there to make statements, I think they're there to make get a as whole much power ton as they of possibly money possibly can, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> get rich,
1: yeah, that's absolutely what it's about, you know, there was no deep political statement about uh, all the I mean, I guess there sort of was a political statement about all the dictatorships in South America during the 80s, but those were mostly just about killing leftists and maintaining power. Mm -hmm. Uh, There wasn't really a... You know, nobody was going to fly 3,000 miles across an ocean uh, just to murder a foreign head of state. I mean... And the thing is... Unless that that country happened to be America.
0: They were doing this in advance. Like, they were flying over the ocean while the plan was falling apart like they were like eh this plan with the whole firewall and the crash in the planes together that probably isn't going to work what if it did what if america was like meh, meh, what, meh, uh we're going to pull our troops out and juma's like 13 hours in on a 17 hour flight he's <laughs> like screw it and like the phones ringing in his around. office back in africa <laughs> and like they're like well if he's not going to pick up we can't i mean i'd like some confirmation on the invasion being canceled. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I just... Yeah, 24 really
1: took a dive, like, right then. As soon as Mm -hmm. zombie Tony Almeida sat down on the steps behind Jack and said, there's another terrorist attack. It's being planned by Dubaku's
0: boss, Juma. Yeah, I love how I'm watching it on Hulu, and every episode, well, the two episodes, refers to Juma as Dubaku's boss. It if was you're only in the military, I don't think it's I don't think boss is the popular term.
1: well, what's crazy though is like why do they have to keep calling Juma Dubaku's boss? Did anybody
0: forget about Juma? Well, he's barely been in the show proper. They've mentioned him really a ton of times mil- he was
1: i mean I guess they, that's true. It's only been probably four episodes since he appeared on television, and the president was talking to her. Advisor, who is clearly a traitor and is going to get discovered now. Um, And she was saying, we can't give in to Juma's demands. Nobody was talking about Dubaku's demands.
0: Also, like, they introduced the vice president, who uh, is a sort of sniveling, spineless weakling that is always in 24.
1: (laughs) At least he's back, you know. At least one of their tropes is back. Mm -hmm. I'm sick of new character tropes. Not like like, there really are any, but come on.
0: What's with all the pussying out on the part of the law enforcement agents? Like, the first thing they teach you in regards to, like, hostage situations and stuff like that is, like, you never put down your gun. Like, ever. And so when they're like, we have the president, everybody leave, like, they would never say, oh, okay, bye.
1: Yeah. They don't even ask for confirmation. It's like, we got to get out of the building. They said they have the president. It's like, hey, Larry, remember that time I told you that you had the clap because that prostitute that you slept with gave me the clap? I was lying about that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, but the painful series of shots.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know Um, how you got the clap confused with rabies, Larry, but either way, you seriously, they don't have the president. I think he's bluffing. uh,
0: (laughs) What I even don't get is that Jack was talking to Aaron, the old Secret Service guy, over there. Watchy talkies Like, they have these magical walkie-talkies that go through their watch. Well, it's also, there's no communication line into the White
1: House. There's no communication line from the safe room in the White House yeah, to the, there's the no outside there's no phone room.
0: in there. There's probably but a besides line that goes that,
1: straight through the core of the earth and rings a phone in China from the like, White House. I,
0: I'm just saying, did, like, did Jack and Aaron, do they have each other on Chirp or something? <laughs> like, this is not a widely broadcast conversation. <laughs> They're looking
1: at their iPhones like,
0: that the rest of the secret service can hear
1: hold on the president's daughter i'm I'm on jack's (laughs) twitter it looks like okay in the safe room with the president all right
0: pulled a butt slide hope those secret service (laughs) agent guys outside are okay
1: in safe room with president all right i'm gonna chirp him back that we're hiding on the second floor (laughs) with no way to get out all right i'm I'm gonna put that on my twitter And then all of a yeah. sudden, like, one of Dubaku's men, like, looks his down at his iPhone. It. And he's he's like,
0: like, General! I know where the president's daughter is. I know where the president's daughter is. It's all over Twitter. I knew I should. It was a smart idea subscribing to that Twitter feed. Well, that was part of the
1: inside information, you know? Yeah. it was part of the CDP device. Well, it was, like, back in, like, the original days of 24 when everybody was on a Bluetooth headset. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's about as safe as Twitter. Especially mm-hmm. if you're a government agent who is you know, probably being followed. Or at least if you're in a, a government that's been so totally compromised by John
0: Voight. Yeah. I, I just I don't get it. Like, they're talking over some sort of radio band. Like, you figure they would be talking over the Secret Service radio band. Well, I love it how they claim that. that yeah, it's like the
1: White House is the most heavily shielded building in the world. I'm like, yeah, I'm not buying it. Somebody's got a uh, cell phone. Aaron, do you have a cell phone? The president's daughter?
0: Everyone in the building, <laughs> do you have a cell phone? Call 911, you tards. Just do it. <laughs> Just be like, what's up? I'm in the White House. They're like, really? Says, yeah, it's pretty nice. <laughs> it's a lot bigger than I thought it would be. Anyway. I mean, the pictures uh, make it look pretty big.
1: but There's a terrorist attack going on. I thought you might want to know. Oh, right, yeah.
0: The terrorists are trying to kill us. I'm gonna like, use
1: this distraction to go score in the Lincoln bedroom. Hot
0: <laughs> I don't know. John McClane tried to call the police and die hard. And they were like, You're lying to us. So you never know. It's true. They could have had that scene, you know, to make this even more infuriating.
1: They call the police it's like, Hello, I'm in the White House. Really? I'm in the White House too. <laughs> Stop yeah. being a dick. They've Jerk. got like, they've got guns. It's like, I've got a gun, too. I hate <laughs> shut you. Shut up, shut
0: up. Just listen. <laughs> Whatever, crazy person. The, the whole vice president thing is, like, totally idiotic, too. They're like, sir, sir, as a second in command, we need you to authorize us re rating the White House because we realize that we're stupid and we should have left it in the first place. We actually found the Secret Service training manual <laughs> and we went to that page. It, it was it actually said, on if page says one. They have a president, never leave the White House. At least ask for a photo or something before you leave. <laughs> um, and, they, and they're like, "All right, well, Juma's got them all in this hallway, and it's not a very strategically sound hallway." And they're like, "Hmm, okay, okay, I get you, but it's right next to the room that is not only the safe room in the White House, but it's where they were taking the president." <laughs> Ed, mind you, from this room, we could probably just shoot all of them. <laughs> and he's like, What other evidence do you have? And then, like, they give him some, like, other really good piece of evidence. They're like, Also, Jack kind of called us from the room. <laughs> and he might have said that they had the president in the room and they were okay.
1: Look, here's what here's the, he te- he sent us this picture from his cell phone and it's like Jack like yeah. throwing the horns and sticking out his tongue like around the president. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like in the, there's a big banner that's a safe room behind. <laughs> it. And the president's like, Mwah. "I'm not feeling it, guys. Let's just wait on this one. Maybe he's corrupt too because if it's not like Seriously, come on.
1: for the amount of like, trouble they're going to for all these characters. Everybody has to die. Jack yeah. Bauer needs like, to find all these people and just garrot them. Like, straight just up. Just round them up. Well, he's in he's the had middle some of a
0: practice on Bill Buchanan. Like, <laughs> he walks into the room. Bill's, like, sitting there at the desk, like, playing, like, Breakout. <laughs> he's like, man, I'm going to beat my I- high score. And then, like, Jack walks in and he, like, cold cocks the army guy standing there and then like he knees doesn't even, him like in the cold junk.
1: costume. me like he does like a double chop move where he hits him in the chest and the dude really bends over in an exaggerated fashion and then gets yeah, chopped then he, right like, on cracks the, back his of the neck,
0: neck. <laughs> and then he's like and Bill's like "So Jack, is that just how you say hello?" <laughs> like he's like I've been in it so long. <laughs> he I don't know Bill what's after real that. anymore. Uh,
1: it's like communicating and then, and then with monkeys in sign language. <laughs>
0: like I I wonder if Jack Bauer actually has no emotions. <laughs> So he has to use these actions to express things. Yeah, he's just... Like, pulling the gun on his friend is how he expresses urgency. <laughs> yeah. He
1: goes from zero to pulling gun pretty quick. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I guess he's, Jack Bauer has a way of doing things, and in this new modern world, is there a place yeah. for Jack Bauer? He's like,
0: well, he's like he's like the Cro-Magnon man. <laughs> he's like the, the guys that didn't make it. There were the Neanderthals and the other guys yeah y- you know what i'm talking about yes i do and one of those guys did it maybe was the crow mags i don't know they were also the bad guys at sliders that's kind of when sliders went downhill uh <laughs> if one <laughs> could say that could man. go downhill uh, <laughs> um anyway yeah while this is going on kurtwood smith aka senator mayor <laughs> governor <laughs> congressman uh He's being taken to the White House and like the the secretary of state, whoever that guy is, like the the vice or the president's buddy. He's like talking to him and he's like, well, maybe, you know, Jack Bauer did a bunch of douchey stuff. But let's just put that behind us because he kind of saved the world. And, he, uh, and Senator Mayor's like, well, if that's how the president wants to play it, you can just tell her the Tigers are playing tonight and I never miss a game. RoboCop. <laughs> Wait a second, <laughs> because every time I look at him, he's like, "Bitches, leave!"
1: And <laughs> he's driving driving around, he's his... delivering all of his lines in that fashion.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's just talking. Jack Bauer, he's just reciting the Robocop. It's a criminal. <laughs> Give that man a hand.
1: <laughs> oh, if only he were as tough as he was in RoboCop. Yeah, I know. Dubaku's guys tried to grab him. He, like, pulls out was, one of those enormous
0: rifles. Yeah, the, the anti-tank rifle. <laughs> Badoosh. <laughs> the only tough guy and movie character named Clarence ever. I also love it, like... Except so maybe Clarence Darrow. Yeah, Clarence Darrow. Oh, man, Dave, we actually have ass.
1: other stuff we could talk about in video game land. I mean, Wait, hold on.
0: Okay, go. Such as?
1: Well, I mean, I, I rented fear. It, oh did, yeah, I Fear saw your two. post.
0: So it's okay. It's, yeah. It seems
1: all right. I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't. I didn't really have a lot of experience with Fear One, but uh, this one is so far. I'm playing on normal, and it is really easy. Like yeah, I, I actually heard super that. I heard you kind of have to play
0: it on hard to get even a sort of marginally good experience out of it. But what is the AI? What is the AI situation? That's I mean, all I care about. It's not bad. Re-fear. The guys run around. But
1: you can, I mean, you take so little damage on normal, and once you have the combat shotgun, you can basically evaporate people at close range. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, no matter how good their AI is, I yeah, they're they're pretty much smoked.
0: And the- All I really care about is that one time alive and they decide to kick a dresser over to block a door, and the, uh, the next time I'm alive, they don't. Yeah. That's all that's important to me. And sometimes they're going to jump off that catwalk and flank me, and sometimes they're going to come down the front of it.
1: Yeah. Well, in this one, they seem to throw a lot more grenades. That's troubling. Hmm. Especially since it looks like they can actually hit you with the grenade, like you take damage. Yeah. Like if a grenade hits you in the front, like the little red mark pops up, telling you you've been hit by something. You like mean really? If,
0: like they bounce the grenade off of you? Yeah.
1: Like I'm a, I'm a genetically engineered psychic super soldier. I think that dodgeball shouldn't register on my damage meter, <laughs>
0: unless those guys are throwing I mean, real hard. you're wearing like a vest? Grenades aren't that heavy. Yeah,
1: I think I did have full. Ar- I mean, you. That's the other thing that you get a like armor. They basically j- it just falls from the sky whenever you need it. Oh
0: yeah. You might as well Is just. A, like- it actually falls from it's airdrop to you.
1: Yeah, you're wearing like four of them at a time. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it shouldn't wrapping them it around, your around your arms and legs. And legs. I'm just I'm throwing the armor up in front of people so they like as like a blanket trick,
0: like oh my gosh I can't see through this armor, like in Terminator Two when they're putting the vests against the door of the SWAT vehicle. Yeah, just, I'm just using the wallpaper of my house just in case.
1: Oh man, yeah I don't even. The craziest thing though is that Fear Two basically picks up immediately after Fear One. I mean I guess, so you just start already fully sort of induced into the story. There's no real kind of catch-up. It's like Alma is a psychic superpower. You've got psychic powers that are synchronized with Alma.
0: None of this Uh, makes any sense. The thing is, it's not like the Fierce 1 story was really worth bothering with. So I wouldn't really consider that a big loss. Like, if you feel like you're missing out, you're kind of not.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't even know about missing out. I just wish they would explain something.
0: Yeah, he was like give you like a flash card. Yeah, it's like <laughs> like 3 3 by 5 index cards. That's all I need. Yeah, it's like a I I just need just a debate team
1: prep sheet. It could be one side of a tiny green sheet of paper. Just like give me the rundown. There's only there's only 5 characters. Really. And two of them die really fast.
0: Yeah. Well, even in the demo you see
1: a guy like blow up. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm actually almost done with the game. I'm on the like mission 9 or something. And there's only 14, so it's uh, it's okay. The stupid nail shooting gun is not all it, sh- it could be.
0: Uh, that was in the first game, too. I remember it being kind of
1: decent. Well, I mean, it's pretty good, but if you hit somebody once, they're, like, invincible
0: to the second shot. What? Yeah. That was not the case in the first game.
1: It's pretty lame. Like, I'm tagging these dudes over and over again, and they just don't fall down. I mean, it might be because their shoulders are armored. Like, maybe the armor makes a difference. But they're definitely wearing helmets, and I definitely nail their heads to walls.
0: Right, yeah. Uh, that was the thing about Fear One is like guns were so satisfying. Well, the combat also shotgun did, like,
1: is like whatever. It like makes a a skee ball sound, and then a guy blows up. It's the least fun gun to shoot ever.
0: Really? Because in the there was like so much recoil and so much uh, noise from the guns, and then when you would shoot them, like not necessarily the terrain itself would deform, but there'd be like a lot of particle effects. Like uh, it would get really smoky in rooms or like paper would fly everywhere, just like there'd be a lot of um a lot of feedback, I guess, to your firing the gun that made it like really, really satisfying. well, I mean that's it's sort of that way
1: with other guns, like you know the the submachine gun or and the assault rifle and other guns are kind of fun to fire, but it may just be the Xbox 360 they stripped out a lot of stuff.
0: Can you still do that like ridiculous bicycle kick?
1: No. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I can't figure out how, though. They don't tell you.
0: <laughs> I don't remember exactly, but it was so funny to see your like in first person to see your legs flailing through the air.
1: Well, because you, you would do that by going into focus, jumping and hitting attack, right? Or melee. And you'd do those. You,
0: I, you didn't have to go into slow-mo because I never really used slow-mo.
1: Well, yeah. I don't know. I've been trying to do stuff, but so far I just run up to people and hit them with the butt of my gun.
0: Uh, yeah. I assume it was just jump forward and push the melee button. <laughs>
1: I'll have to try that again. You can't really do any of the slide stuff. Whack. Yeah. Uh,
0: man, the more I hear about Fear 2, the more I just want to get Fear 1 and play that again.
1: Yeah, that's sort of been what I've been hearing from people as well. So, you know, maybe my computer is actually up to spec for Fear 1. I should try to download <laughs> I
0: mean, it. Well, it definitely is. Uh, I wonder if it's on Steam. I would hope so. I just want everything to be on Steam <laughs> these days. <laughs>
1: yes. Steam is basically the new retailer for games.
0: Yeah, I wish like I wish there was some way they could just sort of get uh uh get GameStop and all them out of the picture just like cuz they're the whiny like GameStop and Walmart and stuff like that. They're like if you go on digital distribution, we're going to rake you over the coals and stuff like that. I wish they could just get them out of the picture. I Wish we could call General Juma and have him fight for our cause. I feel kind of bad you know?
1: though. I mean, part of me wants about to... About General Juma? No, not about General Juma. Just about retail stores in general. Because when I buy something, I want it to employ people. And, you know, yeah. when, when you go through Steam, uh, I know that you're employing some people, but it's way less. Yeah, but not way nearly as much less. As the retail level. Yeah, you know, because, I mean, you have the guys who are developing the game, sure. But those were there in the first place. It's really just about distribution. And no matter how many servers Steam is being hosted yeah. on... Well, it's probably one one thousandth of the workforce. The unfortunate that truth was in all those is retail outlets—they are unskilled positions. If even that.
0: and like yeah, well, unskilled so, positions are so tenuous. Well, you would
1: hope that they would just move up and out of it. Like, but it's I don't just know. like there's there's really nothing you can feel, do. Something just, would you know, eliminate them at some. I, point I just feel like regardless. we don't really do a whole lot for people in those kind of positions, and so it just sucks yeah. when they lose their only job and they have to go find another <laughs> yeah, crappy retail Dog. job. But that's all right. I still love Steam.
0: But I'm still fat and lazy, and I still don't want to go anywhere.
1: Well, the cool thing what what Steam does do better than those is it allows for independent outlets for like indie yeah. games. So I mean, games that wouldn't be released to retail because you couldn't pay for the publishing. Yeah, can now, it's now be put you know on Steam. it's free to publish off of Steam because Portal basically funded their downloads for the rest of their life.
0: <laughs> uh, so Fear is not on Steam. And booting up Steam to check that has slowed my recording to, well, it's been meteoric in its descent.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Uh, like,
0: I, You would not, it's taken, right now, that was like one-sixth of a second according to this. I don't know. So this, you just totally broke this, this podcast? This is going to be really ugly. <laughs> no, you could You're probably, the speed thing is usually not too much of a problem.
1: But if it's slowing down, that means it's not processing the input, and you could run out of, like, your, you could crash if it's trying to buffer all that stuff, well, like, I in mean, memory or something. Whatever.
0: We're almost on this podcast anyway. What do you got, 30 minutes?
1: Yeah. I mean, we're at 29.55, so almost exactly yeah, the 30-minute so we're, mark. Yeah, so
0: we're pretty much good. I haven't really been playing any video games anyway, except for a Retro Game Challenge for the DS, which is awesome. Um, what is it? It's this, uh, it's this sort of fake game. Um, it's based in part off a Japanese game show where they make a guy play like, really old games and give him specific tasks to do. And it's sort of this Freud, like uh, everything in Japan is. So, but now it's a game show where, or rather, in the game, you are a child who has been teleported back in time by this in, the insane contestant on this game show to play games with his younger self and basically you just play these faked retro games um and he gives you specific challenges so like the first game you play is sort of like galaga and then you play like a little sort of mario brothers uh like you know the Mario Brothers, where you like jump around on the platforms and you hit the turtles from underneath and with the pow block. Like mm-hmm. you play a game sort of like that. Uh, you play a little racing game, which is pretty fun. It's sort of like Outrun. Uh, there's an like a full on Dragon Quest RPG. Like I've played it for at least three or four hours, and there's at least one other dungeon. So that's kind of crazy. And these are all games that like they made specifically for this game. Like they did not exist. It's all faux retro, I guess. And then the final game you play, which is amazing, is this sort of Ninja Gaiden type game. But it's also got RPG elements so you can buy stuff. And it's called Super Robot Haggle Man 3. <laughs> and you are basically like Ryu Hayabusa from Ninja Gaiden. It's a side-scroller. You got a sword and ninja stars. And uh, you collect money so you can buy gears to like upgrade your parts and like give you the ability to throw four ninja stars or to jump really far or to hover to fall slowly and it's amazing like it's so good and uh I, don't know, I just I get into like sort of the the meta meta level of the game because while you're playing this like it's you know so the game is on one screen of the DS and the two children are on the other and you'll have conversations the guy will mention, uh, like, schoolyard codes that he's overheard that might be true. Um, He gets game magazines, which give you codes or, like, strategy or preview upcoming games. So (laughs) they've created this whole, like, little fake universe that's really cool, even though it's really small. Like, it's not like you go around exploring, and there's only so many magazines, and they're, like, ten pages each. But it's, it's, like, sort of, like, a neat little way to present this product of you know a bunch of people who just wanted to make like some kind of dumb oldish sort of games that didn't take a whole lot of time. It's a lot of fun, that's I like cool. It. And uh, we beat basically the last boss of WoW right now. Oh, the snap. current last boss, which was pretty exciting. Uh, so it's like a big dragon, and first you fight the dragon, and then he like flies away, and you gotta fight his like little buddies, and then he's like gets pretty pissed off and you're sort of floating, suspended in the middle of space. So he drops down and breaks the floor, and you're like, oh, no, I'm falling to my doom. But then these dragons, like, swoop up and pick you up, and then you're flying around on dragons fighting him. And, um, Dude, that sounds you've only, awesome. You've only got so much time to, to beat him. It's like 10 minutes. Um, and I think our numbers just aren't up high enough, and our strategy needs a little work. Like, basically, the the idea of the the fight is that there are these sparks that come from around the arena that you have to get your damage dealers to stand in because it gives them a boost. And ideally, you want as many of those sparks on top of each other as possible. The damage dealers and the tank have to coordinate where the dragon is, because if the sparks touch the dragon, it's like super bad news. Okay. And But they have to be close enough that the melee people can hit the dragon while standing in the puddle the sparks leave. So it's just, like, it's a lot of coordination that we're doing okay at but could do better. But anyway, so you get ten minutes to do it. We end up at the last phase with, like, about two and a half minutes. And then you just, like, you just have to keep piling on this flame breath. Um, and we ran out of time. And at ten minutes, like, most bosses have this. They'll go, like, super crazy. Their damage goes up to 500% and they just kill you immediately. So he enrages at this ten-minute mark. And he just starts killing everybody, but he's only got, like, a couple thousand hit points left. So I'm like, just somebody, just somebody stay alive. And we're, like, all screaming. And at the very end of it, he dies. And Luke is the only one alive. And his dragon is at, like, 2% health. (laughs) And we were just like, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Did Luke get all the
1: most epic loot because of that?
0: Well, no, I mean, they only dropped, like, two things, and... One of it we couldn't even use, and the other one was for a damage dealer. But it was still like, we were pretty excited. We were like, nice. yay! It was, it was a moment that you don't always experience in WoW. I would say that the current content is very easy, and some of it is a little disappointing because of that. Like, there haven't been a lot of hard boss fights. So this one actually was pretty hard, and that was fun. Like, I'm happy it was kind of difficult. And then you get this feeling of exhilaration the first time you beat it, where you're like, Wow! That was so intense. I didn't think we were going to make it. And, like, you know, that happened to us a lot in the last expansion where, I guess, I don't know, we were sort of behind the curve. And, like, we would, uh, for a while, we were, like, kind of rushing through the content. Like, not everybody had as best gear as they could or maybe should have. So, like, wh- like, when we beat the last boss of the big dungeon, we were like, holy crap, how do we do that? Like, we were barely <laughs> alive. There were demons coming everywhere. That was a re- uh, So if you had been totally blame.
1: juice, it wouldn't have been as much fun.
0: Yeah, I know. That, I, I, I agree with that to a certain extent. Because, like, I don't know, there's some frustration to it, but you feel so good when it finally works.
1: Totally. I can understand uh, that. It's like beating Ninja Gaiden. Nobody thought yeah. it was possible.
0: But somebody did it on Master Ninja. Well, many people have. Well, no, I mean I
1: like Ninja Gaiden 1, where there wasn't oh, yeah. any difficulty. Well, nobody there thinks was just that's possible. It was incredibly hard the whole way <laughs> that,
0: through. That game is just like a big jerk. Um, so now the only thing we have to do is like there's a different dragon encounter where he's got like three little buddies that you can kill before you fight the big one. And if you don't kill them, they join in on the fight and make it a lot harder. So we've been able to do it with leaving one alive, but we would like to do it with leaving three alive, which is basically the hardest thing in the in the game thus far and we'll see awesome wow talk pretty interesting huh sorry internet deal with it because joel Joel loves wow it's It's true man i love wow this is a fun show well i guess we might as well well end it but 24 i don't know if they don't step it up I'm going to like I'm going to keep really watching wanna...
1: it. I'm too far in a step back now, but if Jack yeah, but Bauer only doesn't like go totally through the season. Crazy and kill people. I mean, that's just what it's got to be.
0: I don't know. Like I was watching Dave, a couple prepare of prepare the... yourself,
1: Dave, because you know Dubaku's going to escape the White House with the president.
0: Yeah, Juma. Yeah, somehow. He's going to walk through that mine shaft and then he's going to put scuba gear on her and they're going to take her back to the boat. Yeah, I don't know. Like I was watching a couple episodes of the first season of 24, and I was like, wow, this is so much better. Like, I guess time has diluted my judgment, but the first season of 24, almost a good show.
1: Dave, no. And, the, uh, the first couple seasons of 24 were legitimately good. We liked them. on the
0: torture. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there wasn't even that much torture. There was actual like, drama.
0: threat of torture? Yes. Like, in the... like. It just so happened that the episodes they had on Hulu were when he gets that guy in the car and he tells him he's going to wet the, the uh, towel and ram it down his throat and pull his stomach lining out with it. <laughs> and, like, doesn't actually torture him, at least. And, like, it's just there's none of this, like, annoying moralizing about it where it's like, come on, really? Like, who – unfortunately – the people who watch a lot of the people who watch Twenty Four are probably like, "Yeah, torture. That's the good stuff. That's how you get them to fess up." Can't be coming into our country. I think it's our important germs. to note
1: that even just today, the Justice Department, uh, I guess, rescinded. I think it's they said, nine memos, uh, which included <laughs> allowing the president to forego a sit- or First Amendment or. Um, Freedom of the press in order to fight of uh, a war better. So you cool. know maybe yeah it may be the twenty four of this. Maybe they need yeah. to do that moralizing because they're trying to make it relevant.
0: Yeah, they're like uh, seriously guys, this is actually what's happening now. Do you watch C span? Yeah. Well, no, we it's can't kind be of doing the
1: twenty four of the last you know seven years because we don't live in those seven years anymore. <laughs> yeah, people might not like it.
0: I don't know, man. I kind of just want to rewatch the first season of 24, which, you know, was long before we had a podcast. It's true. So, while it won't be fresh, if we're ever hurting for <laughs> material, we could just rewatch the first season.
1: I want to create a video montage, which isn't even a montage. It's just like that, a gif of Kurdish punching that chick in slow motion over again with Forever <laughs> Young playing in the background.
0: That was I think that was the first season of 24 uh when we were doing the podcast. It totally was. Ah, uh, those are good days, man. Uh, what was that? I think that was season 4. It's almost worth buying just for that scene. <laughs> or at least like going onto Wikipedia and finding out what episode that was and torrenting that specific episode. Yeah. I mean, piracy is bad, kids, but come on. Some of these things just transcend all reason. <laughs>
1: It's true. My like Curtis is punching right. that chick. You don't need oh, to know man. why it's right. pack.
0: It's like this big meaty paw descending upon her. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right,
0: catch. But I got the connection. I got the sales organization. I got the muscle to shove enough of this factory so far up your stupid wop ass that you'll shit snow for a year. Frankie, blow this cocksucker's head off.